Hi, this is Jenna with Conspiracies Unlocked. And this is Heather. And today we are going over George Orwell's 1984 book, and it's going to be part two, chapter three. And we left off Winston when, um, oh yes, Winston and Julia met in the secluded woodland forestry area, and they ended up having revenge against the party angry, passionate, exciting sex. Oh, yeah. With some love, I guess. And bird watching. Oh, yes. The bird. I don't know why you're so obsessed with the damn bird. (laughs) Because it was like stargazing, so it's like romantic. Yeah, so anyways, um, we start this new part with Julia saying that they can come back to this, uh, like, spot in the woodland sexy time area in a month or two, but they can only do it, like, one more time there before the spot's, like, burnt, and they can't ever go there again. And, like, she's getting dressed, so you have to picture they just made, like, this crazy, angry, exciting, passionate, grr sex, and then they're, like, kind of lovey-dovey, not really, but, like, whatever, cutesy, whatever. And then all of a sudden she stands up and she's, like okay, buttoning up her stuff, like, going all professional, like, hey, gotta get back to reality, right? Is that how you took that as well? Oh, yeah, she was very business-like, and she just flipped from, you know, very sensual, sexy, to, like, okay, like, we did it. Time to go. That's it. Back to reality, and then she said that you can never go home the same way that you came, so she's like, wait 30 minutes, I'm gonna take off, you wait, and then find your own fucking different way home. I don't care how you go there. Don't follow me and don't go home the same way. Yeah, they can't be seen together at that point. And they did plan to meet in a really crowded place in the city um, where they could meet after work and they had a plan, which is so sad they have to have a plan like this just to like Oh, yeah. Talk to each other. Like, you can't just like chill and have friends. And so, they met um, so they planned to meet in, like, the middle of, like, a really crowded area, but it was, like, the poor area of London. Often they could meet every day after work, but she said that if she was chewing gum that she, when he approached, that, or was it chewing gum? Or blew her nose. If she blew her nose, then he could approach her, but if he did, if she didn't blow her nose, then he just needed to walk on and pretend like they don't even know each other, because that means that she's, she feels like she's, like, being watched or it's, like, not safe for them to talk. Yeah, they have to have, uh, like, visual cues because they can't have verbal communication. So she was trying to set some visual cues that he would understand exactly yeah. what, if she was approachable or if it was safe. And then, um, and then after they made that plan, she took off, but not before passionately kissing him. Of course. I love love. You gotta have a goodbye kiss. And so then all of a sudden he goes, they never did go back um, to that spot. And then they said that they were only able to go there one more time. Or not there, but they were able to make love one more time in the course of the next month. Yeah, and that's where they had, um, she had known another hiding place, which was the Belfry, or, like, the bell tower where the, 
the bells were housed was the belfry. And so it was um, at an old abandoned church that the atomic bomb, or one of the atomic bombs, because I think there were several... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Several. That had fallen on it 30 years prior, and getting there was super dangerous, but it was like, once they were there and hidden, it was like, totally chill. It was like the best spot ever, but to get there, it was like, they could get caught at any second, and it was not safe. But they did get to talk to each other on the streets a lot after work. So, like, every day after work, they'd meet up on the streets, and they were able to talk almost daily. It sounded like they talked, like, pretty much daily, Yes, but they only had, like, very minimal time, like, maybe half an hour at a time to actually have a conversation. I mean, I guess that is a long time for them. A half an hour is a long time in their to world. To be, like, off the radar and just yeah. being free to do, not even free to do whatever you want, but some sort of individuality and freedom. Yeah, but in our time, I mean, a half an hour is not very long at all to have a conversation and hang out with someone. Yeah, no, it would be, like, a, like even... I'm trying to think, like, whenever um, you'd get, like, a 30-minute lunch yeah. at work. It's, like, by the time that you, like, get a spot to sit, get out your lunch, it's time to go back. Yeah. Like, you don't have time. It's not a lot of time. No. So, and when they would talk, it, um, they would have to talk in, like, brief words. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, partial sentences. So they'd get out, like, a couple words because party members were always, like, walking by. And so she will call it talking by installments. Yeah, and she was uh, very good at speaking without moving her lips. That way, yeah. That way nobody would know that they were talking. And I'm just like, Julia, sneaky, sneaky. You know what Look it reminded her. me of? A huh. ventriloquist. Yeah, it did. I, I yeah. thought of that, too. But um, she just, like, knows all the secrets and how to do things. Like, she's been practicing. Yeah. For years. She yeah. Has her she's secret like rendezvous. Yeah. Her ventriloquist skills. Like yeah. she's she's pretty clever. Yeah. She's yeah. She reminds me of like um when you're like fifteen, sixteen, sneaking out of the house and you you like know where every like step is that mm-hmm. would make a creak or oh that that door once you open it this far like goes and like can't put it that far and you know yeah. know all the ways. Um, so they met every night and they managed to sneak one kiss over the course of a month, which is pretty good. I think, I mean, being in the open for their world, I think a kiss for the month is pretty good, which is so sad, but is really sad. Like in hindsight, like, oh my gosh, I, I would need more. And when they did do that one kiss, a rocket bomb landed near them. I, I Of course! I, of course. Everything has to get ruined. But I wonder if they, like, kissed, and he was like, oh, shit, she really rocked my world. <laughs> like, <laughs> like a spark, but it's like a bomb. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a bomb. So, for a moment, though, Winston thought Julia was dead because she was completely white. And they, she, he was, like, holding her, so he was holding her up, kind of. And yeah. embracing her for the kiss, and all of a sudden, he, the bomb goes off, he opens his eyes, and she's just, like, pale white. And she's like, Julia's dead. And when I, w- I was reading this in front of Heather, but, like, in my head, like, I wasn't reading it out loud, we were just together, and I'm like, oh, my God! And Heather's like, what? Don't tell me, don't tell me, we'll figure it, I'll, I'll read it later. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, my God! And then we found out that she was not dead, she was just white from like the dust and plaster from the bomb from all the debris she looked dead. but she looked dead and so you know that like 
quick split second, oh my God, moment, like your heart sinks into your stomach. I'm sure that's what he felt. Was just I that felt quick. that when I read it. I, I was know. like, oh no, like finally he meets somebody and that he can meet up boom, with. Boom, dead. And then she dies. Yeah. Like, like, I felt really like, where is this story going? I'm done. <laughs> so sad. So, Julia was always busy with her community services, and she said it was, quote-unquote, camouflage. If you kept the small rules, you could break the big ones, mm -hmm. because she would just, like, camouflage into the world. Like, you know, not well, be yeah. seen. Well, it was basically, like, a way to... Um, appear that she was for the party, but she wasn't. No, yeah. not just even a little bit. Yeah, exactly. and it worked because she's gotten this far and she's had a whole lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Um, Julia even convinced Winston to volunteer himself part time doing munition work. So he would put together and screw small bits of metal, most likely for some sort of bomb. But yeah. so he would just volunteer a couple hours a week, and then that way he looked like he they they would just wouldn't watch him so much because they're like, oh, well, obviously he's he's down with Big Brother, you know. Remember when they would say that in the beginning of the book? Yeah, they stopped saying that so much. I mean, I'm sure they still are on the telescreens, but yeah, they just yeah this, this they're just not talking part about hasn't it. Really focus on the telescreen because we already know all about it. So you just yeah. have to think that this whole time in the background, there's still the telescreens. I mean, it's ongoing, it's, yeah. yeah. I mean, it even says that as um, the knocking of the hammers mingled dearly with the music of the telescreens. Yeah, so you or can... Or drearily, not dearly. Yeah. Drearily. So yeah. You, can, you can see that they're still there and everything. Um, so then when they went to the church tower where they did eventually have sex... Um, they were able to talk freely, unfragmented, and that's when they were able to, like, really be themselves and, and talk, talk, and that's when he found out that Julia was 26 years old and lived in a hostel with 30 other girls. And so I did the math on that, and I figured out that she was born in 1958, and that, and I have a question, why doesn't she have her own place like Winston? know because maybe it's the anti-sex league that she lives with is what i was thinking oh maybe but like why why not yeah maybe i guess that would make sense i was thinking maybe it was because she's a girl and maybe they want the girls to stay together but then the men maybe it's some sort of sexist thing like that mm, it could be yeah but i when i read it it just made sense to me that that was like the anti-sex league like because it's a women's Cause, yeah, and she, group. Yeah. She is, like, the leader, and she's... We get into, like, exactly what she is and stuff in a little bit, but... Um, and so, and then, she, again, he, Winston was right. She works in the fiction department, rewriting the novels of the past. So she seems to enjoy that a bit, right? Yeah, but she, she, she says that she doesn't really care happy, for reading, but, though. Yeah, but she... She's writing, so that's a thing. Yeah, she's writing, but she said that she doesn't really care much for reading. And that she also brought up that she has no memories of anything before the early 60s. And the only person that she's ever known, is, you know, before the revolution was her grandfather. Yeah. And, and she was eight when grandfather went missing. Yeah. And that was even during the revolution. So 
she, and I think the revolution was in the late 50s or late 50s. So maybe she was born right in the beginning of the revolution. So she has no memories before the revolution. I mean, that makes sense if she's 58 and... Yeah, she's she born only, in 58, Yeah, and then so. she remembers, like, probably the beginning of the 60s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it says early 60s. Yeah. So she was um, very accomplished and driven in high school. Um, she she told him all about how she was the captain of the hockey team. She won gymnastics trophies for two years in a row. She was the troop leader in the spies, branch secretary in the youth league. She was um, picked out for a porno sec. Yeah. Which I thought was interesting. Yeah. That, um, and she said that the porno sec was, was actually pretty boring. Um, it was, and really only single males could work there. No, mil, no males could really work there because they thought that it would be too, um, like their human nature, their sexual drive yeah. would be too much for the men to handle. Yeah, so um it all she also mentioned that um the fiction department was the, you know, the por- pornography distribution, but it was nicknamed the muck ho- or muck house. Oh yeah. Muck house. I just thought that was funny. Like, Gross. Like yeah, just like yeah, ick. Something yeah. like it. Like exactly. Yeah, the muck house and that she explained to Winston um, some of the title examples would be spanking stories or one night in a girl's school. Oh, yeah. Like, creepy. One night in a girl's school. Yeah. Okay. That's not... Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. And it was to be bought furtively by proletarian youths who were under the impression that they were buying something illegal. So they're trying to be like, oh, this is illegal, but in reality, they just want them to be able to get that sense of, ooh, we're breaking the rules, like, get that out of their system, yeah. even though it's not, porno sex isn't illegal, the real porn is, but just the little, like, snippets, what is it, like, five seconds long or something? I think it was, like, 30 seconds, Yeah, max. something really quick. So. But, I mean, they're also marketing to the youth. Think about yeah, that. Yeah. Like, there's so they're much marketing po- to the youth. It's so corrupt. Yeah. So it makes sense that it would be one night in a girls' school because they're marketing they're to marketing the youth, to like, not to yeah, the men. 16, 15, yeah. 14, 13, 12. Yeah. So there's going to be like, they're going to be their age. Like the storylines are going to be for their age group. Control. And then she said that she had her first love affair when she was 16 <gasps> with a party member of the age of 6D. Yeah, so there was a 44-year age gap. And he was a party member, so she wasn't a party member yet because she was only 16. And so that's, like, pretty, like, a con- that's a controversy. 44-year age gap. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then that dude ended up killing himself because he thought that they would find out. Oh, yeah, he didn't want to be found out. Yeah, that's crazy. But the thing with her is she hated the party. and She never was down. Yeah, she said so, and she basically, um, Winston noticed that she never used news, Newspeak, and she had never heard of the Brotherhood. Yeah, that was weird, and she didn't yeah. even, she didn't, no, she didn't believe that it was real. She had heard of them, but she didn't think that they were real, and she thought even if it was, it would be stupid. Like, because she wanted to live and have fun and not be killed. 
She had said life as she saw it was quite simple. You wanted a good time. Quote, unquote, they, meaning the party, mm-hmm. wanted to stop you from having a good, having it. You broke the rules as best you could. Yeah. So it's like... That's how you got by. Yeah. This, um, and so she, she just, like, pretty, like, simple life that she wanted. Just survive, have fun, not be killed. Like, yeah. pretty basic if pretty you think simple. about it. And then what's funny is when Winston is now talking about his life to her, and they're just, like, swapping stories at this point, like, because they don't even really know each other whatsoever. And so Winston's describing his wife, quote-unquote wife, Catherine, and Julia already, like, is like, or I already know all this, like, about their sex life and how it's once a week because they've all been trained. Mm -hmm. And um, they've all been trained the same way. They all went to the same you know, anti-sex, youth league, whatever, groups, they all had to, like, have the same exact upbringing and be, um, Basically groomed. Yeah, groomed and brainwashed to this is what we do once a week. And, um, I was gonna... Well, she asked, I think I know what you're gonna say, too. She asked, what was she like, your wife? And then that's when he gets into the story. Mm Mm-hmm. And he began to tell her the story of his married life. And, um, you know, one thing that he described was, um, like, the sex and everything. But he actually got to where he... Am I getting... I'm getting way ahead of myself, huh? No. You're right on it. I am, yeah. Yeah, you're right. So do you want to continue my thought? Because I just lost it for a second. Um, Oh, that she was just describing... He was describing... Winston was describing to Julia um, just the the ins and outs of their relationship. Yeah. And Julia just knew everything. It was like she knew what he was going to say next because on the same night every week she hated it, but nothing would make her stop doing it. She used to call it, and then he goes, you would never guess what she she called it, and Julia says, our duty to the party. And Winston is like, what the fuck? How did you know that? Like, what is going on? And then she says, I've been to school too, dear. Sex talks once a month for over 16s in the youth movement. They rub it into you for years. I I dare say it works in a lot of cases, but of course you can never tell. People are such hypocrites. And she's even talking about herself, like, she's a hypocrite because she does all this stuff, but then she's like, fuck that shit. Yeah, because she has her own sexuality, and she wants to embrace it because she's like, fuck it. Like, she already has that mentality. Like, she does, she's not for the party, but she has to basically fake it until you make it, let them believe that she is, but she's not. Yeah, and then um, she also said... But that's what Winston loves about her, remember? He's like, tell me how many people you fucked, like, in yeah, the one before. Yeah, she likes that. Yeah, yeah so he, he likes wants that. Her to, he, he wants, wants her to be, quote-unquote, dirty, because dirty that means she slut. is... She's not the pure person, that the pure girl that she's supposed to be. Because he wants her to be anti-government, anti-party, anti... You know, yeah. he doesn't want and, her to be... So, like anything like his wife. <laughs> yeah, and, and so the reason the um, the party wants no sex is because the sex impulse was dangerous to the party. Um, sexual privation induced hysteria. Mm-hmm. And then um, she says, she says, this is like a quote that she said, when you make love, you're using up energy and afterwards you feel happy and don't give a damn for anything. They can't bear you to feel like that. They want you to be bursting with energy all the time. All this marching up and down and cheering and waving flags is simply sex gone sour. 
if you're happy inside yourself, why should you get excited about Big Brother and the three-year plans and the two minutes hate and all of the rest of their bloody rot? Yeah, they want you to be excited about what they want you to be excited about and they don't want you to have any pleasure, any happiness of your own. It's so crazy, like, how much control. And then what I thought was funny, weird, whatever, is that um, they played a similar trick with the instinct of parenthood. So the parents had a very old-fashioned role to the children where the parents need to love their children. So it's like you you love your kids like we do. That yeah. to, That's like old-fashioned. Except the children were trained to hate and spy on their parents and report everything back. Well, yes, of course, because that's their whole purpose is they want to catch. That's the whole purpose of the party. They want to catch anybody who's going against them. So they're going to indoctrinate. The, is that the right word? Indoctrinate the, yeah. the children. Because they know that you can't just like families can't be abolished. You can't get rid of it because you need to keep going with humanity and, yeah. and people. But that was their way to still control the inner family circle and the, the, you know, it's all control. Yeah. Everything. That's all it is. And it's like, why do people want to be controlled? Like, why do you want to control people so much? Like, why can't we all just like live freely and just, you know, like I get like, don't kill people and shit like that. Like that should be controlled. But like, but they're killing people left and right. Yeah. Vaporizing them. They're the ones that are killing. Crimes are not even yet committed. You think about it and they can vaporize you. You could be pissed off at somebody be like, like Winston said he he felt like he wanted to get a rock and smash her head in before he knew she was when she was just like creeping around stalking him. Yeah. And then if they would have got that, they could have just vaporized him for that simple thought. He didn't even commit the crime. Yeah. Well, and then... So she, so he was telling her more about Catherine and how they, how, how brainwashed Catherine was and that they went on a hike, on a community hike and they had wandered off by accident and they came up like on a cliff type, like just a cliff and Winston had saw these. Like, it was the edge of an old chalk quarry. Oh, I thought it was a cliff. Well, yeah. Well, it is. Well, it was yeah, a cliff. Yeah. Yeah, but you can just, it was an just old, to give them a picture, like, there. It's all rocky because yeah, it a, was a quarry. A quarry yeah. yeah. Um, and so he sees some flowers, and he's just like, wow, these are, like, really pretty. Because remember, they, they, like, live in the dingy, like, city where there is no yeah, trees. Yeah, colorful it's and beautiful. Like, yeah, it's just all mundane there. And now they're in nature, and it's, like, colorful and pretty and flowers and... So she she just kind of like eh, eh, eh. like eh, I think, well she was really afraid remember because at that point they had been lost yeah for a and while and so, so that like made her out. extremely uneasy because that went against like the party if you're not with the group like you're not allowed to be out by yourself yeah you'll end up getting vaporized or something because now you're by yourself and you're not allowed to be so she's already upset about that and then he's just thinking in the moment like you're saying like ooh look at these flowers she can't even appreciate or enjoy the flowers because in her brain she's just like we need to get back we need to get back like yeah almost like a panic attack or something for sure um so then she um uh what was i saying there was not a human creature anywhere not a leaf stirring not even a bird awake in a place like this the danger that were that 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 there would be a hidden microphone was very small and even if there was a microphone it would only pick up sounds so all of a sudden, Julia says, why didn't you give her a good shove? 
Yeah. Like, I would have, like, off the damn mountain. Like, nobody and, would have known. Yeah, off the cliff. Like, why didn't you just shove her off? And he was like, um, yes, dear, you would have, I would have if I'd been the same person then as I am now, or perhaps I, I would, I'm not certain. And she's like, are you sorry you didn't? And she, and he, he was just kind of like going back and forth because he's like, no, I don't think I, he eventually says, I don't think I would have because she, he would prefer a positive to a negative. So he's like, that would just like almost like a karma thing. Like I wouldn't want that negativity. There's no reason for it. Yeah. There's no reason to push her off, especially because the way that the party was, even though they were really strict about certain things, there was no children involved in their marriage. So it was still okay for them to separate. So he could just separate from her like if instead of killing her off yeah because he's not he's like he's not evil he's not a good like he's not a bad person he's he's good at heart or something i'm sure yeah there's been some questionable shit that he's done in the past i mean he did think about smashing her uh julia's head in with a with a a cobblestone but but, yeah but whatever if he didn't want to kill her and he still wouldn't even now even if he knew that he could get away with it because He's a good person. Maybe. (laughs) And then I don't really understand the rest of this chapter. It's only like a little bit, but they're... um, What do you mean? I don't know. Just like the whole like we're dead, he said. And then she's like, we're not dead yet. Oh, we are the dead. I think he means we are the dead because they are like zombies because they don't have thoughts. They're not supposed to... I took it as like they are the dead because they don't... They are not allowed to have free thought. They're not allowed to have any control over their lives. So it's like they are basically just like a zombie. Like they're the walking dead. Yeah. Like brain dead. Yeah, that's true. Okay, like I the get society that as a people. Yeah, no, that's him. A, I knew that you would understand that part. I knew that, that you would have something to say about this. Because whatever yeah, I don't I notice. Like, why? <laughs> yeah, whenever I. Whenever we get to a part of the book that I'm like confused about, you like know exactly or like opposite. We're like really good for this book. Yeah. Like this is like perfect for us. I just have it written here, death talk. Death like, talk. Like I just don't even know what to like what the fuck. I and think that's it, like, all it is. It's just kind of him saying that and then you know. She, yeah, and she's like, Oh rubbish, would you sooner sleep with me with me or a skeleton? Don't you enjoy being alive? Don't you like feeling this is me, this is my hand, this is my leg, I'm real, I'm solid, I'm alive, don't you like this? And he's like, I guess, like, I like it, like, as he's, like, holding her. No, he actually said, she actually says, but we're not dead yet, and she says all that to him. But he says, not physically dead, but six months, a year, five years, like, I'm afraid of death. Yeah. You know, so he is afraid because. But that's why I don't understand. You're in constant, because you're in constant. Because you're dead, but then. No, because, think about it. The whole society, they're like zombies. Yeah. Because they can't think for themselves. I mean, yeah. they can, but they're all, most of them are too afraid or they've been conditioned not to. I'm right? Gonna write zombies in here. Yeah. So if I ever read this again, I'll <laughs> understand it. And then on top of that, because of the way that I'll say he was raised, because it is a form of like the government yeah. is raising you. Now for he sure. has a fear of death because if you think the wrong thing, they can vaporize you, which means death. Yeah, I'd be afraid so of any not so much thing, death, but I'd be afraid of the process of death. Well, I mean, I guess we're, we, we, as human, we are anyways. But, but I think that's what he means, and the way I interpreted it is, like, he's not afraid of the afterlife. I, afterlife, he's afraid of what's going to happen to him from the party, from yeah. the government. 
if he doesn't, if he gets caught doing anything against the party. Yeah. And then that she, that's when she's just trying to be like, oh, rubbish. You know, like, get over it. Like, just Move live along. your yeah. life. Yeah. Yeah, which that's how we should all look at death, I guess. Mm-hmm. But, so then she's like, stop talking about dying. How are we going to meet the next time? We can go back to the woods. And so they just kind of um, plan it out. And, and she drew out, like, um, how to get there the next time. Because they can't go the same way again. Like, they can't ever retrace steps back to the the first place they met. No, definitely not. Yeah. And then it even says that she twisted herself around and she pressed her bosom against him. He could feel her breast ripe and firm. Through her overalls, her body seemed to be pouring some of its youth and vigor into his. So you felt her essence. You just wanted to read that. (laughs) (laughs) You just want this to be like an erotic episode. It is. It is. It definitely is at the end. They're talking about death. She's telling him, no, what about me? Don't you like the way this feels? And she presses her body against his. Yeah. She's trying to bring him back. Yeah, that's true. Get him out of his head. She's getting him out of his head. Yeah. You know? And living for right now. And living for right now. The moment for right now. Don't worry about the later. Worry about now. And she's trying to set up the next rendezvous. Yeah, and then she tries to set up the next rendezvous. And that's where we left him. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's That's it. That's it. And so, who knows what happens next, but... We'll find out. We'll let you know. All right. <laughs> um, thank you for listening, and tell us what you think of the book, and tell us, email us, like... Oops, uh-oh, I almost dropped the microphone. Hello? Oopsie. <laughs> okay, well, email us. Um, Share, like, and subscribe. There you go. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye. Bye.